checking the phones. Checking the phones. This actually is a little dicey. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are our first Skype uh, broadcast. That's right, Holyoke. Hopefully, we can hear, everyone can hear what's happening. Otherwise, <laughs> this is going to be really awkward. It's just you talking one-on-one and me going, <laughs> like, coming through horribly on the other side. Yeah. I bet it's going to work. I, li- I guess I, I like could your test optimism. it. <laughs> Actually, Before I can tell. I can tell that you talk. Okay, I'm a talking boy, and, and I'm, I'm checking talking. the Yes, phone. we're good. We're good. Oh, my God. This is technology. We spared no expense on this podcast, people. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. Didn't say the magic word. The best part is that, because I was when I was testing this rig, which is my computer plus our portable recorder, uh-huh. when I was testing it earlier, I was picking up some weird religious radio. What? He's like, the Lord on high, uh, he, <laughs> he requires us to give a sacrifice. And I was here. Where were you? We- did you attach a full on antenna or were you at a religious experience? Why did, why was this being picked up? Well, I mean, you tell me if this is weird or not. Uh, blood Talk. was coming out of the palms of my hands. <laughs> and uh, I was, I, I was speaking a language I didn't understand. Uh, and you were, you were barfing and your head was facing the opposite direction it's supposed to. That's disconcerting at best. Mm. Wait, I'm totally intrigued how you were picking that up. I mean, like, we're not dealing with, like, ham radio. I don't understand how you were getting, like, a... I mean, I was going ham. (laughs) I think think it's this, this... Do you live in a religious radio station you never told me? And you just are forgetting that they're broadcasting that 24-7? You, you think this mortgage pays itself? <laughs> this is paid with the Lord's money, my friend. The Lord's money. The, the Jim truth Baker is shit. the eighth inch, not eighth inch, quarter inch, eighth inch, eighth inch headphone jack style cable that is going from my computer to the recorder uh, is a little, how do you say, jacked. It's as if, oh! it's as if your cat chicken uh. chewed on it. Which I'm used to, and I would say to that, you don't know Jack. Mm. And I, <laughs> people, you might be wondering why am I away? Well, I'll tell you why I'm away because I'm spreading the good gospel on bingo. That's right, breaking bingo. I'm going door to door, city to city, state to state, telling people come to Utah, specifically the Salt Lake Valley. Come check out one of our amazing locations, all listed conveniently at breakingbingo.com where you can go and have a wonderful night of free drinks and food and well, prizes. The drinks are well, not free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Let's say that you could win possibly a free drink, but plenty of drinks to purchase, and it's a great time. Check it out, breakingbingo.com. Bingo, but at a bar. See that? Yeah. That's professional, even from the road. People, seriously, I'm on the road. I'm a wandering man. It doesn't always work good for the podcast because I have a free spirit. I just let the wind carry me where I want to go. Yeah, so you went to Vegas, and now you're in in where? I am huddled up in a bunker deep within Area 51. They got me. They are taking me down. They're gonna. We got a prodding coming up here in about an hour, and then they're gonna go ahead and dissect the whole schlugle and figure out where I came from. I you're going to be selected. I selected. 
We got a nice selecting coming up. Everyone's really excited around here. Lots of generals. Very cool stuff here. No, I went to Vegas uh, just because we had a beautiful Martin Luther King Day weekend. I know. I feel so bad enjoying the day off. Even though you brought us in the the, uh, schletting to know you, you were all about the... I just love a day off. I don't care why. But I I, know. I have a little guilt about enjoying a day off, even though... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a day where I should have been responsibly reflecting on what civil disobedience and, and, and nonviolent protesting has done and where we're at racially in this country, which last time I checked the racial gauge, oh, we're at a bottom, low morale, shitty spot in America... We should actually be doing more as we can. Well, it's uh, not quite as bad as slavery, and it's not quite uh, as, it's not quite as bad as uh, segregation. <laughs> but it's not it's not things aren't great. Yeah, we're hopefully we're on the mend, uh, but we are still shitting a lot on everything and are bedridden with our problems. But hopefully, this is uh, us on the on the we've broken through the fever. Uh, and we are on our way to something positive. Because I actually, I was talking about this to someone else yesterday, and they were like, oh, yeah, like, plus they feel, you know, Columbus's day is one of these days, and everyone hates, and, like, how they got visually, like, angry talking about Columbus Day because it's, you know, based on a pretty <laughs> false idea of what uh, Christopher Columbus <laughs> had done for the world. Uh, so I don't know. Do you feel bad about Columbus Day as well? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Columbus Day is horrible. In fact, and the, count, the county is, no yeah. longer, the, the Solid County no longer recognizes oh, nice. it. That's probably for the best. I'd say that's probably for the best. Oh, my are God. You, no. Are you injecting heroin? It sounds like you've got a belt in your jaws. People, what I'm doing right now, I was in sweet Las Vegas where they're working on a mad heroin problem, and I contributed to it. No, this is, I wanted to get to this. I am in Teasdale. I was in Vegas, wonderful time. Uh, but I came back to the Mama Schlage homestead, uh, the Teasdale, and uh, I, I am deep within uh, the bunker, the, uh, uh, the, the what is it called? Her garage. Um, and it's outside in the garage. It is 13 degrees right now Ooh. where I'm recording this. I'm wearing full gloves, a hat, uh, four different layers, and wool socks. And I am in the garage. It's a cold one out here. It is frightful. Uh, but I'm not going to let this uh, get in the way. I knew I'd be pacing around and talking loudly, so I didn't want to do that inside the household. Plus, out here, I can wail on beers and smoke cigarettes. The first time oh, ever. Because I, like oh, yeah. I felt like none of that really explained uh, my, oh, yeah. my accusation, is... which is that it sounded like you had something in your mouth. Yes. And what I was – long story short – she has my personal sanctuary. I'm not joking. The beautiful garage she has down here is this. I mean, you got to see it. I'll take a photo, put it up on our website. I don't know where I'm going to yeah, put that. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess we put could it up put on photos. our FTP, put it on our That's server. That's right. Nice. All right. I'll put up on that, uh, upload it uh, through the interwebs. Mm-hmm. And it is just one of my favorite places in the world because I can hang out, relax, listen to music, drink beers, smoke them cigarettes, and just enjoy Beautiful Teasdale. And it's like, uh, that's where I do a lot of my thoughts, my ideas, a lot of the jokes I pre-write for the podcast, uh, I write down here. People don't know that I'm working off a full script every podcast. so I, <laughs> Including that goof of project. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I knew I needed – they tell you write what you know, and that's why I'm writing this part. Uh, so this is why it's happening. But no, but, I'm, I'm – For the I'm folks in, at home that don't know where Teasdale mm-hmm. is, where's Teasdale? Ah, 
Great question, Mr. Holyoke. Now, Teasdale is in what? Oh, I don't know. Utah's poorest county, Wayne County. That's Wayne. right. Wayne, Wayne County, pretty much central, southern central, like just a little bit south of dead center. Uh, the Utah, a little bit southern than that. What am I talking about? Probably a lot uh. southern. Uh, but it's right next to, I don't know, Capitol Reef National Park, one of our hidden gems of a national park out of the five we have in the state. Most uh, be six with that bear's ears. Well, that's going to be just a monument, my friend. Let's yeah, get our monument in our park spread. How many right. monuments became national parks? Very, very good point, Holyoke, and we will discuss that, I hope, in a further podcast. I love national parks. Um, but this place is actually next to a town more people know of. It's called Torrey, Utah. Oh, but it Torrey, is the, of course. Torrey. Everybody knows Torrey. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. This will help. It's right next to Hanksville. Does that yes, help? Hanksville. No, oh, no, no, no. That's where Flight 93 crashed in, on 9 11, right? <laughs> it's Hanksville. No, that's you know, I'm being an idiot. I'm, I'm being a total idiot. It is closer. People will probably know people. The, <laughs> the people. People in America, we're talking right here. Let's get through the glass here. Um, people will probably know the capital or county seed of Wayne County, Loa. That's probably what Loa, everyone's going to yes. know. Loa. Okay. So, yes, I'm in. Uh, very secluded. It's probably four hours away from Salt Lake. Um, the nearest, probably the biggest town would be, Jesus, Richfield, which everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, maybe the closest would be, I don't know, Cedar City. Uh, but it's it, we're, we're pretty out here, my friend. A population of just, well, this is just permanent residents. It really fluctuates in summer, but Wayne County has roughly about 2,000 people registered who live here in the, in the county. And the county is very vast, uh, bigger than Salt Lake County. Um, it's, it's, but it has, I think, only Paiute County. And then my favorite, Daggett County, are the two smaller counties. I think Daggett was the uh, Mulder's sm- replacement on X-Files. Uh, that's why they named it. you know it wasn't a, it was the last county created in utah and i believe it was in 1998 when they did it in honor of the x-files big x-files fan out there daggett county has only about a thousand people we should just talk about counties i could i didn't know i could just talk all day about counties ladies and but gentlemen tonight's episode yeah. counties <laughs> no you're utah counties everyone and they permanently banned see us i was in internet. virginia during the counties education so i learned my my Virginia counties. I did not learn the Utah counties. Do you know any hot any hot info about Virginia counties? I'm interested. All I remember is the Cumberland Gap. <laughs> oh, I've I'm familiar with the Cumberland Gap, my mm. friend. Let me tell you. It's, no, I'm not actually. Is it where is that in in Wing Virginia? You know, when you look at Virginia, you got the big chunk, and then it gets skinny, and then the little protuberance. Uh huh. Uh, Cumberland Gap's right in the in the ridge there. This is a deep Star Trek reference, but I've always thought that the state of Virginia looks like a. I believe it is. Uh, I'm not. I'm going to say Kardashian, but I, I think mm. it is actually Kardashian. Kardashian. Thank you. It is the Robert Kardashian species in Star Trek. No, the uh, Kardashian. If you look at their Star Trek, their starship, it kind of looks like the state of Virginia, and I, yeah. I recommend everyone at home to do that. It's like a, uh, also, it's I like did a... pass someone on the road today. That was from Virginia, Virginia license plates, and had the, I believe, popular bumper sticker. Do you, can you guess what it said? Lovers. Yes. Virginia's, Virginia's are, for lovers. Virginia's for lovers, which I don't know the history of that. Do you know? I should have looked it up. I don't because mm. I've only known 
Virginia wasn't a great time for me. <laughs> a lot of time incarcerated. A lot of time in the mean streets of Beemore. Uh, oh, that's in Maryland. Fuck. A lot of me uh, hard times in what's that one beach? Isn't there a beach there? Uh, beach Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. <sighs> Christ Falls Church. Is that a place in Virginia? Christ Falls Church. Mm-hmm. Falls Church. Just Falls Church. That's where I was born. Really? Okay, yeah. that's maybe why I know it. I don't know. Yeah, I was born in uh, Fairfax County, Falls Church, Virginia. Well, that's very exciting. Isn't I love it. it. One, of, one of my favorite stories, I was born in Sandy, Utah. So there you go. What hospital? Altaview. What? We should I, – I, with segues perfectly into our topic today because I want to say, did you ever hear about the – Famous uh, Altaview hostage situation of the early 90s, maybe late 80s. That does ring a bell or two. So this dude. Well, let's 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 preface everything by explaining what our topic is. Okay, it is hospitals. No, it is. Uh, we're doing true crime. True, true crime because it's hot. The podcast world is a flutter with true crime. That's true, Holyoke, and I've spent a lot of time in Nevada, and I'm a fan of Nevada, and a lot of Nevada's history is based around mining, and as they say, you got to strike while the iron is hot, and I believe that is a uh, coal, <laughs> a steel reference, not really a mining one, but uh, we like to, uh, we, wanted the, we wanted to make sure if this ore is running hot at a high price, we got to mine some of that, and that's why we're doing tri- true crime here today. Yeah, after you strike that iron... Uh, you got to put some luminol on it and see if you've got any uh, amino acids and see Ooh. if the forensic science can pick up Ooh. DNA. Ooh, that's good. Well, to finish the story about the hospital I was born in, I think well, it was to like... To finish, two- I think you should probably start. It started on a cool summer night in 1980. I have no idea. Actually, I'm going totally off memory on this one. <laughs> but it's The best kind it, of true crime. The best kind of true crime. It's the false church crime. Um, so here's the deal. I think it was the late 80s. This dude who had a wife, shocking, and had impregnated her like some ridiculous amount of time, like eight times. Well, she went in after being pregnant like this final god-awful number of like, I want to stop having kids and asked for a ABO or a reason to get, uh, or we like to call in the medical terms, an abortion. And the guy flipped out that his wife got an abortion uh, without his decision and went in and shot, I believe killed the doctor who did it, and then for several days held uh, some pregnant women and nurses uh, hostage in the hospital. Several days? Mm-hmm. Good Lord. I know a lot of this information I picked up from the made-for-TV movie about the incident uh, that came out with oh, God, I'm gonna forget her name. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the Austin Powers or the the Austin Powers mole 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 joke? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy he had a huge mole. Uh, lots of people have huge moles. Uh, uh, me among them. Me. <laughs> Is it, are you talking about you? What are you talking about? The, the what was it called again? The Altaview massacre. No, no, no. That's the the uh, no Altaview hospital hostage. Yeah. Hostage. Hmm. But the guy, I think, eventually gave up. I don't think – I want to say it was just that doctor who died. But there's famous footage because um, at one point there's uh, you, there's footage of these women who were 
What? The incident was portrayed in the 1992 TV movie Deliver Them from Evil, The Taking of Altavio, starring mm-hmm. Harry Hamlin and Terry Gar. Terry Gar! That was the one I couldn't remember. Terry Gar is in this thing, and I must have watched that movie like five times. I, I was like, oh my God. Like, as a little kid, I knew that I was born there. And it was like a really weird movie to watch. Like, the place you were born is the place the hostage situation took place. But uh, there's famous footage, if you look online, of this woman who wasn't – the guy didn't notice her, so she had a moment to break free. So she shattered this glass. She was, like, on the first or second floor, and she crawled out the window. And somehow, like, the report – like, video had already – like, uh, cameras had already showed up and have footage of it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought the whole thing was just over the pandemonium of me being born. Like, people were so freaked out that I was alive finally that they just lost their shit. But it turns out it was for uh, uh, other horrible reasons. I'm sorry. I've gone down a rabbit hole where I'm, or a rabbit mole where I'm trying mm. to find <laughs> the, 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 your, your mole boy. He's like a B movie. Maybe not even B. Maybe C movie. It's not Ron Howard's brother. No. What's that guy's name? <laughs> that guy's defined by more than... Does he even have a mole? I couldn't even tell you because he's just... He just had, he's got a lot of issues. I think his head <laughs> is a mole. I think he's just, he acts from the mole, which is his head. Damn it. I'll have to come up with this later because... I love it. But I'm just pumped that Terry Garr was in the mm-hmm. Altaview hostage situation movie. We have... Utah has a couple good ones. There's another one about the Mormon... Like the weird uh, radical Mormons outside of Heber. I think it was... Was it Midway? In the 80s, who fucking had a full-on uh, standoff with uh, with the county uh, county officers, and they made a TV movie for that as well. But this plays into our t- our whole true crime mm-hmm. that we're doing here, and this is very exciting. True crime, very hot right now. Uh, you know, it's the equivalent of us. What we're doing is the equivalent of what Dockers did in the late 90s by making that commercial uh, for their khakis based around swing dancing. Swing dancing uh, had a resurgence there in the late 90s, and Dockers exploited it with a fantastic ad. Really stuck in the minds of a lot of us, especially those who are fans of the ska and uh, uh, you know big band music, uh, specifically Cherry Pop, Pop and Daddies, which uh, I think has been discussed as possibly the worst name in music history. Seriously. It's a bad one, people. Don't think about it too hard because it hurts the brain, hurts your civil decency. Little, they should have all been arrested. Little footnote about the Altaview Hospital hostage incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, the perpetrator, Worthington, was sentenced yeah. to 35 years in prison for the murder of someone. I guess we didn't ever actually talk about what happened. Well, he murdered the, 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 the doctor, right? Is that what that says? Um, he tried to kill Dr. Gled Curtis and Gled fled. Is that what you're going to say? Gled fled. There's literally a clock in here. And so when I said that joke and I got no laughs, I heard just ticking, uh, of a clock symbolizing the unlaughter of that situation. Oh, he killed a nurse. Mm. He killed a nurse that tried to. What? Uh, wrestled the shotgun from his hands. What? She like? Okay, first of all, this uh, I don't know. This. I guess we should. So we didn't even describe what happened. Well, describe what happened. I did. I did describe what happened. They held uh, the guy held hostage. 
Tell the hostages. <laughs> there was a hostage situation. End, end of story, Gar. End of story. Wait, the what dude had I... a shotgun, a handgun, and sticks of dynamite. Now that is some fucking... So, man, they don't build them like they used to, man. So he, hot. he brought all that in an attempt to kill Dr. Glade Curtis, who had performed a tubal ligation on his wife, which I believe is a tube. Oh, no, tie. yeah. Yes, he, she did not have an abortion. That's right. He, she just had her – oh, man, that's even worse. She just had her tubes tied. That's it. That's it, and that's all, man. Yeah, killing, some, killing a woman for uh, an abortion. That's yeah. you know I I I, I can see, oh, boy, I can see why go. you might want to do that. Oh my god! But a tubal ligation, come on. Mm-hmm. Let's not go to litigation over this tubal ligation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I did say tuba. I did say tuba ligation. All right. So, so wait. He, so so oh, he he went in, took a bunch of people hostage, killed a nurse when she tried to get the shotgun from his hands. And then uh, he held the hostages for 18 hours. Mm. He eventually surrendered and released the remaining hostages. I forgot the part where he released a hostage or two. Worthington was sentenced to 35 years in prison. That's coming up, man. And later committed suicide in his prison cell in November 11th, 1993. The true September 11th. Never forget that this guy November 11th. Oh, November, yeah. Sorry, that's close enough. Veterans Day. Um, veteran. Oh man, really? Yeah. Um, all I know is that Terry tarnished Gar- tarnished the reputation of Veterans Day. Ugh, what a dick. Yeah. All I know is that Terry Gar and I don't think I think actually <clears throat> Terry Gar played herself. I believe Terry Gar was there that day. In <laughs> <laughs> that in that movie, that movie makes it seem she was the character, or just like I said, Terry Gar herself. She was the one who really talked this guy down. She got she got inside his brain and did the negotiation. You want to have a roll in the hay? <laughs> oh, there's nothing funnier than true crime, my friend. It's good to joke about real things that are horrible and happen to people. I think that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay. What do you got? That was that was an unexpected one. What do you got? That was unexpected. I thought that, that was not. Th- I, I thought no. that was your contribution. No, no, I literally just brought my brain. It just ra- I, I just joggled the old memories when you we were talking about it. But do you have? That's your. That's your. Do you want me to? Do you want me to talk about my true crime, which is the most interesting? Uh, one of the. I mean, it's horrible. It's absolutely ghastly and, and awful and atrocious. But it is a one of Utah's most known true crimes. Lay it on us. Um, and also, I don't think I entirely get the true crime promise. Like, do I? Ha- does it have to be a mystery, or can it just be a straight up like this motherfucking shit happened? It was bad. It was true. Does not have to be a mystery. Okay, good. Upon us. So this one, and I believe you probably know about this, my friend. I wanted to discuss just a horrendous act known as the Hi-Fi Murders. Ooh, I was worried you might bring that up. Oh, is that was one of yours? No. Oh, but oh, you know, it's you one did- of those blind spots I have that I'm like, ugh gruesome uh it's yes uh i hope it's not too ghastly if i don't need to move forward let me know i'll take the needle off the hi-fi if you will and not play that record (laughs) i'll remove the um um, so if people don't know the hi-fi murders it was all the uh, all the uh, talk in utah for many years because in 1974 in ogden utah uh which is known historically as a train town eventually was home of hill air force base uh, a major Air Force base in the United States for the uh, United States Air Force, of course. 
1974, um, it says three were actually brought up in charges and, and brought to trial for it, and three others. It does not – I guess the three did not get caught or come forward or – I don't know the situation with that, but it seems to be three to five officers or Air Force cadets – who had some pretty troublesome backgrounds, guys who were just like pretty like they got into the Air Force because they had nowhere else to go, more or less, because they had committed a bunch of crimes in their youth and were kind of the lost kids. Ended up in the Air Force, ended up in Utah. Uh, one of the most notable ones was from New Orleans. So very culturally different. And they one day decide to go rob this record store in Ogden in 1974, walk in. There turns out to be Two teenagers there, and I think the owner, uh, a couple hostages, uh, they take immediately. Um, and it turns from like, hey, we're going to uh, rob this place to, well, why don't we just do some of the worst atrocities ever? And this is very funny for a podcast here. Yeah, very it's funny super stuff. funny. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm chuckling, pretty, I'm chuckling anyway, pretty hard already. Well, the people themselves chuckled very hard on what was uh, 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 forced upon them to do. The in a bazaar. I don't know if they had it. It was there or they brought it, um, but they had the hostages and they decided to really do some crazy shit. And one of them involved, the most notably, forcing the hostages to drink liquid Drano. Oh, so they were like, "Here, drink this. It's vodka because we want you to be out of it." And it turned out to be fucking Drano. And I don't know if you know. But that pH level is not what the human body needs, and it immediately causes uh, blistering and and your your skin to melt. So not, not pH balance for a woman. Uh, no, it's not. Again, these strong enough are, for a man, and also strong enough to destroy the tissues of both men and women. That's you know, like we've always said. Line your jokes up with uh, human beings being tortured, and you're going to get a oh. laugh. I'm telling you that right now. Oh. Uh, no, no, I, 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 you're doing a good job. I, it's, it's, it's I, thought we're, I thought we were supposed to be funny. Next episode's about the Holocaust, <laughs> folks. <laughs> oh, my God in heaven. But this stuff is interesting. I mean, hey, you motherfuckers like true crime? We'll give you true crime. And this Come shit, on, so they, the, the, one of the most successful podcasts right now is last. It's true. The last podcast I, I, on the left. Uh, they're a chuckle a second. Come on. I know. That's true. That's true. So here's the deal. So they give them this Drano. Uh, not to mention, I won't go into this uh, on uh, horrible details involving the woman that was on ho a hostage. That didn't end well. Uh, uh, <laughs> more ways than one. Uh, uh, they decided to uh, take advantage of the situation and then afterwards uh, just shoot her in the head. Oh. So that's really nice of those guys to do that. But what I wanted to get to, uh, because that's horrible, and in, in, in a, at a bizarre turn, some of these people survived this fucking Drano awesome, awesome, horrible uh, torture type thing. So the, the guys finish their job. I, they kill and leave you know, the other people for dead basically and split. And then it was the wife of the owner of the shop who came to check in. Cause of course, you know, no one was coming home. No one was answering. So she goes to the shop, finds this scene, calls the police. Well, in a crazy turn. So the, the, you know, the, it, it becomes apparent that most likely, you know, they find out that it's probably from the air force. So the, the investigators, uh, talk to them and they find out like, yeah, a couple of people had talked about, uh, you know, actually robbing that hi-fi shop, and if someone got in the way, killing them. 
but they didn't know who exactly. And what the officers do is they take the evidence, the leftover, I believe it was Air Force jackets. There was some, there was some evidence left behind in a dumpster. And this crazy thing happened. So the, the officers find out that there's this shit in a dumpster, I believe, on the base. And a bunch of the cadets and the, and the, and the personnel on the base start crowding around as the investigators are going through the dumpster. And the investigators had this brilliant idea where instead of, like, telling them to go away, they grabbed the jackets and the stuff that was in there and flaunted it to the cadets and the people who had um, – shown up to gawk at this and the other one kept note of who was making the most nervous reactions to every time they pulled something out and so most of them just stood there still you know staring but two guys were acting totally bizarre and fucked up and it was two of the fucking guys who committed the act it was it was a noted brilliant move and investigation that they did this because it helped lead to the eventual um uh, eventual arrest of the people who have perpetrated this. That is insane. That's true crime brought to you by Holy Schlodcast. If it ain't true and it ain't a crime, then shove it up your ass. Mm, and, and in some situations, do both. Mm, mm-hmm. Now, that was a fun romp down memory lane. What else do you got, my friend? I know. Uh, I thought that this was going to be kind of like a lighthearted goof fest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, life isn't always funny, Holyoke. That's what I've always said to you. It's not about the laughs. To me, it's about the let's get fucking real with what can happen out there. It's bu- it's bum. It's bummer. It's I phrase I phrased that wrong. I, I mean, I knew that it was going to be brutal because we're talking true crime. Yeah. But and that's not only how those acts of crime were. They were brutal crimes, and this is brutal material to talk about. But what do you got? I'm interested about what you wanted to talk about. Uh, well, my number one. Well, actually, let me go number two. Mm. I'm going to go number two right now. You're showing your your stage and entertainer. You know, you've got this intuition as an entertainer to go, you know, reveal big last. I appreciate it. Well, because I had the one story to tell, but uh, Mm. I happened to watch. So Forensic Files. (sighs) One of the best. Forensic Files is my favorite true crime show because Mm -hmm. it's 22 minutes. And there's no frills. It's just let's talk about bad things that happened quickly. Now, now, Forensic Files, because you're right, because a lot of these, as I like to call them, whodunits, um, became popular on, what, the ID network or whatever. It actually started and, on the Learning Channel. Oh, learn some real shit. The Learning Channel. But if you notice these, the ones that are an hour – it's probably only really two, 22 minutes of footage. Exactly. And they repeat that shit like crazy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, and you're saying Forensic Files, file that one under just great production. Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Forensic Files. God, talk to me. Called Shot of Vengeance. Ooh. Shot in Freud? This lady, she was a nurse. Sweet lady, you are a nurse. Go ahead. She came down with a couple symptoms. Oh, boy. Including, actually, like, hearing her say it doesn't make any sense. She's like, my eyes hurt. My Ooh. eyes hurt really bad, like a deep eye pain. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember the last yeah. time my eyes hurt, but okay. 
And I've got yeah, I've got lots of eyes prob- eye problems. Doc, I'm coming in today because my eyes are just a little off. They're paining <laughs> me up. We all know, like, take two of these and you'll be fine. Yeah. Also, before that was basically that's basically what. Well, I was excited. Sorry, I was really excited because I just want to say, did they turn out? Let me just guess how this ends. It turns out the remedy she needed was just love potion number nine. Love what- potion number nine. So her, her eyes are, are not googly, they're throbbing in pain. Yeah. Mm. So the doctor was like, uh, you're, you just need to go home and get it some rest. First of all, I have also, uh, my eyes also throb in pain every time I go on Twitter. Oh, topical stuff. Real cesspool of bad people. Go ahead. Anyways, it took a couple trips to the doctor before someone took a blood sample. Comes mm-hmm. back. They say, we got some good news. We got some bad news. You do have human blood in you, but... The good news is you're oh, pregnant. There you go. Bad news is you've got... H-I-V. What? Yep. Now, does this woman, did she want to be pregnant? What's this, What's going on here? This is a lot of information coming at me. That's a good me. question. It's a very good question. So uh, they look into her history, mm-hmm. and they wonder, how do you have a baby, and how do you have HIV? I keep wanting to say AIDS, but AIDS is when HIV's gotten real bad. Yes, Michael uh, Magic Johnson really helped out with that. Yeah, because he doesn't have AIDS. He's got he doesn't HIV. have AIDS. He's got HIV. At the beginning of some of my VHS tapes growing up, Magic Johnson and Arsenio Hall explained that to me. Yo, Ryan Schlegel. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally was like doing the, the hand thing as he came on, and I was like, oh, this is a little bit more serious. So it turns out the police went and asked around, why do you think this gal's got the old HIV? And her doctor said, I'll tell you why. She's a slut. She she goes home with anybody. She'll go to to a bar. She'll go home with anybody because she is a SLUT. That's a. I don't know if that's a, a professional diagnosis from a doctor. It was definitely opinion. a HIPAA violation. <laughs> Let me go ahead and just put this on the record, gentlemen. Uh, she's a slut, and that's what I wanted to tell you. You know what? We were complaining how shows take too long to explain what happened. Uh huh. And as much as I love Forensic Files and their twenty-two minute thing, I'll just let's just cut to the chase here. Guess Ooh. what? Ooh. What? Doctor. That, that doctor who said she was a slut. Yeah, saw this coming. He gave her AIDS. What? Why? Excuse and does it have something AIDS. to do with her eye? No. Uh, do people with HIV have eye shit? Is that a thing? I gotta conjunctivitis. Uh, maybe. Now, yeah, what's have, going on? They have all manners, all manner of problems. Oh my god! So this is what happened. Heaven. In fact, we'll just we'll just start right here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> Sorry, that was my that was my start noise for everybody. That is the burp of Hiv. Mm-hmm. This doctor starts porking okay. his nurse. No. He tells the nurse, "Don't worry, baby. I'll leave my wife for you." 
Eventually, he realizes he doesn't want to leave his wife for his nurse. So he gets his most HIV'd patient, draws some blood, gets that blood. Oh, man. Takes it over to his nurse's house and says, hey, this is a vitamin B12 shot. You need it because you're sick. Oh, fuck me. He this guy sounds like a, a HIV right into her veins. Holy shit. Holy shit. And this, is how, this is how they found out. So they searched the doctor's uh, office. Okay. And the records for the day in question were not there. And they're like, what? And so they searched his storeroom. At the very bottom of the storeroom, they found a box marked like decades ago. But at the very bottom of that box, they found a folder for the day in question. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. And it was a list of all the blood they had drawn that day. And every, every entry had a barcode next to it. And that barcode mm-hmm. was associated with the blood sample. But there was one entry that lacked a barcode. <laughs> So they went to the guy's house, the patient's house, whose barcode was missing, and they asked him, <laughs> this is from the episode, they say, hey, I'm sorry to have to ask you this, but are you HIV positive? And the guy said, HIV positive? Hell, I have full-blown AIDS. Oh, my God. And the doctor had drawn blood from this dude. Oh. Gone over to his side lady's house and said, I'm sorry we've broken up, but you really need your B12 shot. And he injected her with HIV positive blood. Oh, my God. Also, I love the notion that this guy was like, I'm going to take this document, the fucking smoking gun that proves that I did this shit. I'll just put it, I, I'm not going to destroy it, and I'm not, like, trying to reveal, hey, everybody, let's destroy your evidence to get away with crime. But, like, what is that to, like, not fully destroy that paper? Just to be like, and I'll place it in a box in my office, and that should wrap up this horrible crime <laughs> I did. You know, like, what's that last, that move is not, I don't know if that's a hot move, dude. It's not a, it's not a good move. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put that on his Yelp review and say, "Hey, don't don't go to this doctor. He is not thorough in his uh, his his attemptive murder uh, uh, plots. Here, he is a bad doctor. Seriously, Jesus Christ! So what the fuck happened? This poor woman, she was pregnant from him. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Mm, good lord! She, and so what, does she? Speaking oh, of God. Abo from earlier, she aborted. Yeah. Good, probably probably a good one. Yeah, because either uh, either you're gonna give a ba- give birth to a baby that might have the HIV, but yeah. also its father is a maniac. Yeah, that's a sticky situation, mm. and to call it lightly. So, what is this? Po- oh my God! So, is she? Do you know anything about if she's still alive or whatever happened? Yeah, to her? I looked it up on Facebook. She is still alive. But you looked it up on Facebook? Yeah. Wait, you found her on I Facebook? Just, I just put her name in there, and there she is. Holy shit! Does it like? Is it like? Hey, everybody, you might remember me from such place. Like <laughs> under previous jobs, it was like forensic file subject E. Like, oh my god! Modern technology is so fucking weird. Oh my weird. god! 
But hey, I'm happy she's alive. That's all I can say. That's good, all the, good uh, on her. Yeah. What happened to this uh, this quack? Let's go ahead and call him what he is. Full on quack. Uh, he went to jail. What? Forever. So he's still he's still still thinking about that file he put in that box all these yeah. years later. Well, you know shit. what? Of all the things I regret, <laughs> number one, not <laughs> putting that fucking folder in that box. <laughs> all right, number number one, number one is the act. Okay, no, I'll, I'll rephrase that. Number one is the act. I do. I mostly regret that the most because now I'm in jail forever and ruin someone's life. But number two. That's that's gotta be. Well, I tried out for little league and I was a little scared that day and I didn't I didn't perform my one. I regret that a little bit. But number three, number three, is certainly that time I got shivved in the prison for when I looked at the guy the wrong way. That was pretty regrettable. But number four, number four has got to be the file. Got to be the file. Should have should have done something different with that file. Hey man, like they say, no regrets. Don't worry, buddy. You know, Jesus Christ in heaven. Oh my God. Well, that was uplifting. What's the what's the what's the next one? The next one, uh, sorry, I'm stumbling. Are here. you guys, Did you just get did you just get a B two injection from your doctor? Yeah, I'm sorry. Did, I'm My t- doctor snuck right in and <clears throat> gave me a little prick. Gar, call Arsenio Hall right now. He'll help you through this. Get out of there. That is a problem. The last true crime thing we're going to talk about is the following. I just watched this. This this is really disappointing. It's going to be very disappointing for everybody. Because Forensic Files, as I said, was the greatest thing ever. Because it's 22 minutes, no frills, just a goof. A second by a goof, I mean a tragedy. Oh, boy. This is called Forensic Factor. This is Ooh. Forensic Factor, available on uh, Amazon Prime Video. And the very first episode I watched... Well, was, no, wait. Is Forensic Factor, is it kind of like the Marvel Universe, where Forensic Files is the X-Men, and then Forensic Factor is like the X-Factor? Like a different different group of uh, superheroes, but in this case, Files of Forensic? I think it is like that, different. because it like really yeah. ramps it up in that it's mm. fucked up. Because listen to this. <sighs> this is going to be real quick. This is not going to take as nearly as long. Mm. Uh, they found this old dude dead in his condo in Florida. All, all fucked up. And they were like, Which, they were like yeah. wow, they really leased into this dude. What's the deal? Well, and first of all, I'm going to go ahead and record and say that this is every day in Florida. The, what you just said is just typical Florida shit. Yeah. But let's see where it gets crazy. This is what happened. The dude had a defibrillator in his body. They had installed oh. a defibrillator. He needs a he needs a boost every once in a while. He needs a yeah. little pick me up. It's like a pacemaker yeah. plus. He just needs a little he just needs a little charge here and there, don't we all? I enjoy coffee. So the murderer had uh, beat the shit out of him and thought, hey, go. here we go. We're done. And and then he came to and he was like, fuck. And so he beat the shit out of him some more. Oh, my God. And he just kept coming to. And finally, he strangled him with like a extension cord. And they found this all out because they had 
uh, gotten a technician in there to figure out to like uh, analyze the data from the defibrillator. Oh my god! He his heart had stopped eight times. <laughs> but they, he was he had he was just getting juiced back yeah. to horrible existence every time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Why was this guy wailing on him? Um. Oh, it was his son. It was his. Uh, oh, good lord! His son felt like his dad didn't love him all that much. Oh my god! But if I was Ugh. a son, if I was a embittered son, and I had m- tried to kill my dad, and it took eight times, <laughs> yeah, like well, okay, I've, uh, I've really, uh, yeah, I've really like laced into this dude. Oh my god, he's alive again! Like I don't, I don't know what, I don't know whose heartstrings is they're pulling harder against mine or his. I mean, with the whole defibrillator thing. I mean, my God in heaven. Oh. I just well, love the idea that, like, okay, yeah. you've really, you've really done a number on somebody, yeah, and then they come back to life. You're like, oh fuck, and you have to like, yeah, because uh, that guy had eight, that guy had eight separate times to stand back and go, and what I'm doing is it pretty horrible? Like, should I stop at this moment? Maybe I've gone too far. Maybe the fifth time, and then by the eighth time, he's like, come on. My dad always told me to see it to the end you know my god (laughs) well i will tell you having watched many many true crime shows that i think most murders happen because you do something that's a little unsavory Mm. and the and the victim says what what are you doing and then it's like oh fuck i gotta finish this thing yeah like Mm. there's the only thing worse than what's happening now is someone else finding out about it? I gotta kill this person. Uh, my God. My God. Yeah, man. Those shows, those shows are fucking addicting, man. And, and it's like it makes you so paranoid after like a good session of watching two or three of those in a row. Where you're like, so they're all getting, they're all coming to get me. Oh my God in heaven. Yeah, they. Uh, oh God, yeah. I but those forensic files, man. Those whodunits. I can't stop watching those things. They're so good. And that's why we wanted to give you a taste of it. But I have one more. Did I tell you that I have one more? No. Well, the truest crime I could think of, and this is probably the worst I've ever heard of, is the crime in which Donald Trump is now our president of the United States. Oh, you see what I'm saying there, bud? It's a true crime. Oh, it is a true crime. Oh, just a just an uplifting episode for all our people who are – Getting through the inauguration on Friday, I think that this will really help you to know that the world's full of joy and beautiful and we're made of the same thing stars are. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Lord. Well, we should probably uh, we should probably go to our final segment just to give people a little bit of a uplift. It's time for our worldly love true questionnaire. That's right. True questions with your host, Ryan and Ryan. What's your true first question, buddy? Questions. Why do you really want to hurt me with your questions? Uh, Culture Club, great song. Why do you really want to hurt my questions? <laughs> me? <laughs> Why do you really want to hurt me, son, eight different times and then finally kill me? My first question to you is: Give it to me. What 
makes you the most irrationally mad. Like some small thing that just makes you Ooh. so mad. I've got that. I've got that so easily. And that is the sound, not like in person, but on uh, via television, my screens, any sort of media that has a amplified chewing sound. Mm. So if you like, for instance, I, I learned of this thing I have because the Carl's Jr. commercials that zoom in and really up the audio of the crunch of eating a burger. It weird, like it doesn't like it's so weird. It makes me like upset. It's very weird and very very angry. Like oh, what the fuck! Turn it off! Turn it off! So I've always kind of hated Carl's Jr. because of those goddamn ads. And Peter Jackson did it perfectly in the third installment of his Lord of the Rings trilogy, where the king in the Return of the King, the 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 the, the caretaker king, they do a great job of making you hate him by doing close-up shots of him eating tomatoes and they like spurt out and oh that shit got me so angry so that's where i'm wait i gotta reverse that question can you think of anything i already forgot the question is it what makes you very angry instantaneously is it burps because i really have to apologize for all the burps i do um yeah it's the burps. <laughs> Shit. Why didn't you tell me sooner, buddy? Oh, my God. The rage fuels the podcast, and that's what keeps it going. That's all built on rage, like everything good. I have a question for you, my friend. Okay. Do you know any – I was wondering how to phrase this because I didn't want to give it away right away. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play vague a little bit. We'll see what you know. Do you know anything interesting about Arizona bark scorpions? No. Did you know, if I were to tell you, true or false, that if you were to shed a black light on them, they would have a uh, uh, like a fluorescent blue look to them? Do you think that's true? That sounds true. It is true. So I spent some time here in Las Vegas. I was talking to, I was staying with friends, and the, one of the homeowners was describing recently that they had purchased a black light because in Vegas, you need to go around and shed your black light on things. And if you see a fluorescent blue thing, there's your fucking Arizona bark scorpion. Mm. And it's right there. And this, it's known in Vegas, this is a thing that happens enough, where if you have a small dog, because if a small dog can, if it gets stung, can totally die from this, um, they will carry a black light on their leash as they're walking around to make sure their dog doesn't walk into some scorpion. Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, and I was upset because they were like, sorry, I did this in the house. And this is a day after I've already spent one night in this room. They're like, we have to check because this, she was very, so she, she was told and is concerned with the fact that Arizona bark scorpions are starting to become more and more present in Vegas and like a fucking problem where like they can get, you can get good and infested with them. And they said that they had found a dead one in the room I was staying in. God, Lord. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. And, they, like, I got so freaked out. And they were just like, yeah. The, it, but, like, so I talked to 
<laughs> so it turns out there might be a little of a, a hysteria at the moment. Do you remember in the late nineties, there was the, the fear of the killer bees, right? You know, they're coming. Africanized. Africanized bees, right? That they're going to move north and just take over everything, right? Mm-hmm. And that didn't necessarily happen, but there's a hysteria, and I don't know how true or not this is in the Las Vegas area, that these bark scorpions are just going to fucking. They're, it's there at some point. We're just going to have to give them Vegas, uh, and and they this it'll become Las uh, Bark Scorpion Vegas is what it's going to be called. But that scared the shit out of me. I. I I do have a fear of arachnids and and, and scorpions are no because the scorpions an arachnid right yeah yeah so I got that shit and they're they don't immediately look like it an arachnid Mm-mm. but they've got the no. six legs and then they've got the two are you smoking a a dube yeah I'm getting super blasted dude <laughs> I love that four twenty no. I'm smoking just normal, pointless cigarettes. But But something else I told them, do you know, are you familiar with the movie Kingdom of Spiders? No. It's a William Shatner movie in the 1970s. I saw it when I was a kid, scared the fuck out of me. But in this movie, it's kind of a a precursor to your arachnophobia. But these tarantulas, you know, because they're like, who gives a shit? No one needs to think that tarantulas don't do webs. But in this, the tarantulas do webs. And spoiler alert for a movie that came out 40 years ago, and it's not that good, but hey, William Shatner in a title role. The end of the movie is Shatner as this town sheriff. Everybody is dead. He's in a room full of web. He's about to get encrusted. He's about to get fully covered in web. And it starts to zoom out, and the room's covered in web. The fucking house is covered in a web. The neighborhood's covered into a web, where the final shot is the entire town covered in a giant web and i believe that that is what the fate of las vegas will be but with these scorpions so look out covered in webs and not the world wide web this is much worse web covered in webs covered in webs webs. localized webs (laughs) what do you got for me buddy give me another one what question do you have any more questions you were smoking a pretty serious bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever I just said sounded enough like "Hey Siri," that my oh. phone just beeped. <laughs> You've got that uh, 420 app. That's like, hey, <laughs> you want some weed? What's your question? What do you got for me? Lay it on me, bud. Uh, first question was. What makes you rationally angry? And second was, what is your what is the goofiest shit that always makes you laugh, even though you know it's stupid? Uh, Mainly talking about like a movie scene where you're like, Mm. oh, that's a good one. It has to be a movie. No, like a just something that. Okay, I'll I'll give you the one. And I recently did this to someone because they had never seen it. It is not a movie, but not unlike the humor of this episode, it is so dark, but so stupidly funny and like insanely creative, um, but also horrible. And I think we've watched this together. I am ups- it never, ever fails to give me a very hard laugh is the news report about the crew 
of the Korean airlines that 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 crashed outside of San Francisco about five years ago. You've seen this, right? Yeah. Where they where unvetted, and this is our this is perfect for our post reality existence we live in. The reporters unvetted this information, this tip they got, which was the names of the the crew, which. As goes, I believe I'm getting this as correct as possible. I've watched it enough. They go, we have the names of the crew, and they are as follows. Captain Sum Ding Wong, We Too Low, <laughs> Holy Fook, and Crash Bang Ow. And it's the, cra- it's the Crash Bang Ow one. Yeah, that that's, always that's gets- what sends it home. Like, mm-hmm. It's so horrible. I mean, because this is like... I want to say within 48, 72 hours of the horrible uh, disaster of this plane going down, and someone is like, well, hold on a second. This is time for me to do some racially charged fun pun words with the Korean language and Asian phonetic sounding words. But it did then uh, give birth to the amazing Stephen Colbert response. Yes, that is another bit. Is that the one? Oh, wait. Is that? Oh, wait. Is that the one with uh, Suka My Dick? <laughs> what yeah, was it? Suka My Dick. Suka My Dick. And then the ever funny um, Muncha Makuchi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so dumb. Do you have one that you can think of? What? A video or something stupid that always makes you laugh, never fails. I'm going to think long and hard. If you want a movie one, I will say I come back to Dirty Work, the scene in which, again, so stupid and kind of awful, where Norm MacDonald is being uh, released from the, 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 the jail he was in for a time. Mm. And, and he after he had seemingly been gang raped. <laughs> mm. Super funny. But he just does that whole tirade of like, uh, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Way out of the line, way out of the line. Um, that that little thing he does is that's comedy gold. The last time I laughed, just out of control, mm-hmm. was <laughs> listening to the podcast we did, the letting to know you, mm-hmm. and just listening to how many times we were like. <laughs> What's this girl's name? Oh, that's her name. Oh, that's not her name? Okay. And then we had both agreed that the only reason we called her Gloria was because you had seen her description of herself as being like something uh, in glory. Yes. So you were like, that's her name. And we had both agreed that although you had thought that was her name for a moment... That was yes. not her name. And then we just immediately forget that. And then yes. keep calling her Gloria. And, and then we sl- we played that we played the song Gloria and that yes. really solidified See, and, it. And the fact that we were just completely mm-hmm. oblivious to it. And we were laughing so hard at the most wrong information. And then I think after, and then you told me, and even well after the fact, I was like, no, 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 it's her middle name. And you were like, nope, <laughs> no, <laughs> not even close, bud. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, really? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm glad you know someone's laughing at this podcast. The other one I want to say just happened recently, and I continue to watch it. And I think I showed you that was that video of that church. Someone's recording some fucking guy giving a like a some sermon, 
And he, he goes like, let us pray. And it's all silent. And this fucking schlub knocks over this elaborate le- system of candles covered in glass and just Mr. Beans it better than Mr. Bean ever could have hoped where he's like trying to catch it and he misses it. And then he, well, he puts it back up and then more fall off and then he just silently walks off stage and never addresses it. That shit. Oh, it kills me all the time. Cause he's just like, well, I guess I'm okay. Gonna walk away now. And the fucking guy giving the prayer, you see in his face where he's like, this fucking guy is doing it again. And he never acknowledges it. He just continues on. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful piece of film. Beautiful. Uh, do I have any, do I have any more? I don't think so. I think that my, you had great questions. You had such great questions. Some of the best, some, some of the some best, of the best questions. Uh, some of the best I've ever seen. Uh, you know, Meryl Streep's a total whore. I uh, don't understand why she's <laughs> talking about me. Well, this has been fun. I'm, uh, I'm absolutely frozen to the core. I've been out here in 13 degrees. Jesus. Wailing on them six. But it was a covered up. concept. Yeah, and it, I, I'm glad it worked, and we can do this on the road. I got so much more to see. I was going to bring up Beaver, Utah, and it's number one. Do you know what Beaver's known for? Fucking. No, the best water. Voted best water. I was like, you know, who voted that? And Beaver, Utah has submitted its water to the weird people who are doing water taste competitions and have won several times. Wow. Yeah, but that's just one of the hot spots I saw on the road. And tomorrow I'll head back to Salt Lake City, Utah, where we will do another podcast next week, right from the Schludio. But we should just call Schludio. Well, my friend, you're the greatest. Are anyone who's listening still listening? You are the greatest. Thank you for supporting us. We will continue to do this goof fest, uh, real yeah. funny stuff. Yeah. Next week we'll do how funny was the nine eleven. Nah, <laughs> well, buddy, I hope you had a good bingo tonight. You did. Did you have fun? No. Did you have a good? It was, no. It was, no. Hundred <laughs> percent bad. Why, why? What happened? What was wrong? I. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Mm. All right, my friend. Well, to everybody, as always, uh, from the road. Uh, 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 yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. A distraught father holds a maternity ward hostage. You decide who's going to be the first to die. Based on the spellbinding true story, deliver them from evil, the taking of Alta View tonight.